Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's Dina Kalmed here and Susan Davis with Jesus 24-7. And today we're going to continue in our End Times News Report, Week in Review. Susan, I am so excited to hear about this week's events. So tell us what has been going on. Well, for anybody who's just joining us for the first time, what we talk about here is seven days worth of news headlines from around the world that line up with Bible prophecy, what the Bible said would be happening in the last days. And we take a look at these headlines and we put them together with what's in the Bible and we talk about it. If we mention something during the show that you happen to want more information on, we can only talk about these by topic a little bit, so we have a lot to cover. But if you want more details, about these individual articles that we're going over, we actually make a way for you to do that with our End Times News Report page on Facebook. So go over to End Time News Report and check it out. Uh, Rebecca, who works with us, runs that, and she does a great job, and you'll be able to find all this information in more detail. So we don't want to leave you hanging. We want to make sure you have access to everything we talk about. Okay, all right, well, let's talk about this headline right out of the gate. Shika nuclear power plant hit by 9.8 feet tsunami waves after the recent magnitude 7.6 earthquake in Japan this month. That power plant in Aishikiwa Prefecture in Japan experiences massive wave and it hit the Noto Peninsula. And while the plant sustained no major damage, the incident has raised concerns about nuclear safety and reminiscence, no doubt, of Fukushima disaster. And we've, we talk quite a bit about that on this show. But yeah, this could have really turned out to be another nuclear disaster. Those are some large waves that came over this plant. And the potential for disaster is always waiting in the wings, it looks like to me. Very serious stuff because we're seeing that Japan is starting to have some pretty serious earthquake activity. And the fact that they've got nuclear stuff right where these earthquakes take place is very concerning. All right. We had a U.S. oil tanker snatched by Iran's risky maritime maneuver. It's been claimed that Iran has seized a U.S. oil tanker in the Strait of Hormuz, which connects the Gulf and the Gulf of Oman. And so the semi-official Tasman news agency in Iran have reported on the 11th local time that the Iranian Navy, acting on a court order, had seized the U.S. oil tanker St. Nicholas in the Gulf of Oman earlier that same morning. Now, this just happened, and the report stated that the seizure was due to allegations that the tanker had previously taken Iranian oil and supplied it to the United States this year. But we've had more issues with Iran. I'll just mention this, that there were some supposedly ballistic missiles shot from Iran towards the U.S. consulate in Iraq, and I heard there were a a number of fatalities. I thought I heard 11. This was a very serious thing, could even lead to war potentially, which, I mean, we're sort of hanging by a thread with a lot of these countries right now with regards to potential war. 
What do you think, Dina? You are right, Susan. We literally are on the cusp of a war that can break out with any one of the following nations, North Korea, Iran, Russia, China, what's happening in the Middle East. We are hanging by a thread. And so any day now, anything can happen. That's where we're at. Right. And, you know, the sad part is that people don't know this. They don't realize because, you know, it's so easy to get caught up in your own little world and going to work and taking care of the kids or, you know, taking care of the pets and taking care of your spouses. It's so easy to not hear about the news or to tune into maybe just one station that doesn't talk about it. It doesn't talk about these world events. And especially not that they relate perfectly with Bible prophecy. So that's why we do these shows. That's why, you know, we want you guys to share these videos because people don't know the times that we're in. So when an attack does come from any one of these nations, or maybe a couple of them at once, they'll be prepared. They'll know because they heard this news. Now, we read headlines that, you know, in the coming year or two, it looks like China's planning to go to war with us or things like that. But I'm telling you that a war could be triggered at any moment. I mean, the fact that, oh, maybe they're targeting war at a certain time frame that means nothing i mean a war could be triggered by any of these countries at any moment literally this is definitely a reason why people should be really focused on the lord because we're in precarious times and i think you've raised a very valid concern about news because yeah we're trying to gather news from all over the place from many directions because we are especially looking for news that lines up with bible prophecy which is something you're not going to get from CNN or you know a lot of these outlets and of course Fox or even Fox you know really isn't all that focused on Bible prophecy, really. You know, I want to just mention how difficult it is to get some of this news is, Dina, for anybody who's listening, uh, people probably don't know that international news sources give us more information about what's going on in the United States than United States news. Are you aware of that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's international news that has the the biggest, most telling headlines. Not the United States, because the United States media, the mainstream media, has an agenda. Right, right. And it's usually political. Yeah, we're getting a lot more detail on what's going on in the United States from international news sources, other continents. It's very interesting. Let's take a look here at a couple headlines. Russia's Medvedev says any UK troop deployment to Ukraine would be a declaration of war. So things are really piping up over there between the United Kingdom and Russia. And so that's definitely something to be watching. We had increased erosion risk on Isle of Wight after historic landslide in the United Kingdom. So I'll mention this uh, because we try to mention our many Facebook pages that we operate. Uh, We have one called End Times Landslides. The Lord put it on my heart to create that page several years ago when I was doing a report for a church on End Times, and I got into the USGS United States Geological Survey, 
and discovered that there was a huge uptick of landslides a few years back, going from something like 12 a year to like hundreds a year. And then, of course, USGS put down all that data. And so I started tracking it. And I was just shocked at the escalation of landslides around the planet just over a matter of, you know, a five-year period. It was just shocking. And so we've been tracking this ever since. And so it's just shocking. Like the landslides now are just absolutely escalated. If you want to see what I'm talking about, head on over to that page if you get a chance. It's just really incredible. But this co coincides with the Bible because the Bible does discuss about the mountains coming down in these end times. And we're certainly seeing that. Now, we did have this past seven days, a 6.4 earthquake hit Hindu Kush, Afghanistan, at an intermediate depth. So we're continuing to see these earthquakes all over the place, diverse places, and that's what we're seeing. We had migrants evacuated from a Floyd Bennett field due to high winds, and students at a Brooklyn high school were actually kicked out of the classroom to make room for nearly 2,000 migrants who were evacuated from a controversial tent shelter due to a monster storm closing in on the Big Apple. And I got to tell you that the families are not happy. They say there's 1,900 people getting thrown into my neighborhood half a block from where I live, and we don't know who they are. And they're saying they're not vetted. A lot of them have criminal records and backgrounds, and we don't even know. So this is what's going on, not just in New York, but we're seeing it all over the place. We're seeing it in places like Chicago, and they just bus 20 bus full over to Boulder, Colorado. We talked about this last week. They're bringing people in tents, migrants, in some of the worst cold weather that we see ever in Boulder, Colorado. I mean, there's just absolutely no foresight in what they're doing. And it's, it's not good for the migrants. It's not good for the communities. And we're just, you know, there's just no understanding this. But it's just creating chaos out of order. Right, Dina? Oh, yeah, completely. Oh, now this is interesting. You know, there's never anything good about war, ever. But Putin, now listen to what he's doing in a desperate act to get Russian prisoners recruited as soldiers for his war. He's turned off the heat in Russian jails in minus 55 degree weather to recruit soldiers. Can you believe that? How come that doesn't surprise me about him? Oh, no. I mean, the man will do anything, literally anything. And so this is the latest push to get these prisoners to become soldiers is by, you know, basically freezing them out. Now, who could stand to be in a jail minus 55 degree temperatures? That doesn't, I mean, of course, these people would rather be soldiers, I suppose. But I guess they have no choice. But they have no choice. You're right about no, that. No, no. Well, we had an Arctic blast hit the United States 
and we had this smash into the United States. It went across the whole U.S., all the way from Washington and Portland, all the way across the central part of the United States, through the Midwest and on up into the east, and even the southern states have experienced unbelievable temperature dropping, sleet, snow, ice, rain, you name it, we've had it. And some of the temperatures out in the western parts, we're talking South Dakota had minus 68. We had Montana in some of those areas. I think North Dakota in the minus 50 category, minus 58. Nebraska had some minus 50. I mean, these are just not normal temperatures, but it's coming from, they're calling a polar vortex coming up from above Canada, right through Canada, down into these states and moving across the United States and even bringing minus 20 into places like Chicago and Detroit. And they had something they call up there in Alberta, Canada. The weather was so cold that people were reporting something called flash freezing. Animals were being frozen solid from these incredible, you know, push of cold air coming through. What do you make of that, Dina? That's apocalyptic weather right there. Oh, it is. That's a sign Jesus is coming right there. Oh, yeah. And get this. All 50 states, including Hawaii and even Florida, had snow this week. Yeah, you think about Hawaii having snow, you're like, oh, wow, how does that even happen? But it does. But there are some other places where it's not natural to have snow versus snowing. And all 50 states... You know, what about Florida? I guess Florida would be one of them. You wouldn't think Florida would have snow. We had snow up here in Oregon. We had uh, snow that snowed us in for almost a week. Snow and ice. And 10 people perished in the storm. 10 people. It's really sad. Yeah, very sad. And wow, it's just amazing that it wasn't worse than that i hate to say there's another storm coming through even as we are speaking on this day yeah and so we've had a lot of uh, power outages with this thing we had a tornado tear through south carolina in some of this crazy weather going on and it's just been i mean we've seen incredible waves hitting the coast i've seen like three or four videos of houses floating out into the ocean on the east coast because of the waves coming up in like maine it's just you just can't believe these things are going on now you know we talked in the past about some of this calamity going on where trains catch on fire and all of that well we actually had another incident where there were multiple oil tankers that caught fire in new hampshire and i guess that was a big event you just kind of wonder what in the world right with all this going on and you know it's kind of funny to talk about this deep freeze that we're experiencing when we just recently got the news that as of december 2023 we shattered global heat records around the the whole entire world with the hottest year on record in 2023 so it's a little strange to talk about 
that with everything that's going on now, but I still believe that we're heading into more heat as we come out of this particular cold weather spurt. But that's because God's in control of the weather, regardless of what people believe or think. Amen. I mean, the whole Bible is full of references of how God uses weather to punish people. I don't think that he has changed. What do you think, Dina? Same God, yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. And yes, he has used weather in the Bible to punish. So, oh yeah. And it's everywhere. It's not just here in the U.S., you guys. It's, no, it's everywhere. Yeah, we're it's seeing literally it everywhere. everywhere. And here is a very sad headline, but I'll just read this. Cuba quietly authorizes euthanasia. So this week, Cuba became the second country in Latin America and the Caribbean to authorize euthanasia following Colombia. And so this is a very sad report, and we'll get more into some of this information in a little bit. But let's head back to some more of this information. Okay, I did want to mention that we had heavy rains inundate the New Jersey rivers over there and, and more flooding. And, you know, if you want to know what's going on with flooding, we can certainly tell you this over at our Facebook page, End Times Floods. Again, this is fantastic. If you haven't been over there, take a minute to go over there and share that with other people. And then... If you scroll down and you see what's going on around the world, you're going to think twice about the time you're living in. These are the end times. And uh, if these pages don't convince you, I'm not sure what would. But we had deadly riots in Papua New Guinea this year. They had peaceful protests about the government there with the people turned violent and there were huge fires being set, and 15 people were actually killed during this protest period. So it's just shocking to see these things going on all over the place. Now, I don't know if we mentioned last week, and it's okay because I'll mention it again, but Oklahoma City residents had a scary earthquake reaching 4.4, and altogether they just recently had seven earthquakes in a very short period of time. Now, that's not something you hear about very often in Oklahoma City, do you? No, you don't. No. And, you know, I mentioned earlier about uh, Putin forcing those guys into working for the war effort by putting them in prisons in minus 55 degree temperatures. But I want to tell you that it's not just the prisoners that are suffering. Desperate, Putin plunged 22 million Russians into darkness in a bitter minus 22 weather by ordering rolling energy blackouts across Moscow. And the blackouts are said to cover the entire metropolitan area of Russia, which has a total population of around 22 million. And the order issued states that electricity is not to exceed 12 hours per day day with the blackouts in place from January 14 to March 31. And this is coming from Ukraine news. But here's what he's saying is that they are literally shutting off electricity for 12 hours a day between now and March 31 for a good bit 
of Russia. And these include large sections of Russia, many of their cities, including St. Petersburg, which is a huge city, Rostov, Volograd, and Moscow, and many others that you probably have never heard of before. But I mean, what if this happened in your area? Wouldn't that be something, Dina? Yeah, that would be a problem. 12 hours, no electricity. Oh my goodness. But that's crazy. Right. So they are experiencing some places in Russia, they experience minus 22, but that doesn't stop them from being without electricity for 12 hours a day. This is a government forced. It's not because they're having outages. It's just the way of life for Russia now. Very sad. Yeah. It's, well, end times. These are the end times. We did see terrible winter storm activity in southern Ontario, causing blizzard conditions and other power outages up there in Canada. We also saw severe storms hit Mendoza, Argentina's wine country with hail, heavy rain, landslides in Carmen de Arturo in Colombia, actually claimed 18 lives with 30 injured. So a lot of activity with landslides, like I mentioned before. We have more than 1 million people engulfed by currents, rains, and flooding in Rio de Janeiro. And I saw some of the footage on that was really messed up. A lot of activity there. Now, this happened two years ago, but it's just now making the news. And it's something I want to mention. Dina, a robot attacked a Tesla software engineer in a Texas factory where they make the Tesla cars. Okay. And you've seen those big robots that they use on cars. Yes. Well, the report is coming out that this engineer, and this is actually a couple years ago, that he was working on software for a couple of these car robots and failed to shut down the third robot. And they're saying that the third robot, while he was working on the other two, attacked him and dug the robot's claw into his back and really did some damage, drew blood and everything. This ended up being a lawsuit, and it's just now coming out that this literally did happen. Isn't that something? That's a factory in Austin, Texas. That's just creepy. It is absolutely crazy. Yes, but that's the report, and that was on the news. That's not even like, you know... uh, the tabloids this is real news okay but i just wanted to mention that no you know these what could go possibly go wrong with robots and well we'll talk a little bit more about that later but while we suffer in the cold in the united states they are sweltering in a heat wave in australia which caused birds to drop out of trees as temperatures peak well over 40 degrees celsius and so extreme heat has been recorded in the country's western region for a brutal fourth week and that's really something that the birds are dropping out of the trees but i mean we have a page for that it's called end times mass animal deaths 
And I do want people to head over there because this is definitely a sign of the end times. Uh, The Bible talks about it. And so go over there and you can see more info on that. We had an avalanche in Colorado prompting road closures. Now, I hate to keep bringing this topic up, but it needs to be said. There is so much going on in the world of assistance in dying, euthanasia, whatever you want to call it. 80% of Netherlands residents think elderly people should be euthanized if their life is completed. Now, is that not the most shocking headline? And it was a recent poll indicated that 80% of Dutch voters believe that euthanasia should be available for those who consider their lives complete. According to the English language NL Times, a poll revealed that 80% of voters support euthanasia being available and only 10% of respondents disagree. This is a poll that they took and I'm absolutely shocked by these figures. I want to just say that Netherlands has been one of the first to move into this arena, and they effectively decriminalized it by a court decision in 1984 and then by parliament in 2001. And so in the first year, 1,882 deaths were recorded. Well, the number has increased to 6,938 in 2020. And it accounts for 4.1% of the total number of deaths in Netherlands in that year. And so these these figures are shocking. I mean, there were 8,720 cases of euthanasia in the Netherlands in 2022, accounting for a whopping 5.1% of all the death in the Netherlands that year. And so that represents an increase of 13.7%, nearly 14% on the year 2021, the year before. So again, we find these things are just incredible. I want to also mention that Iceland and Denmark have killed nearly everyone with Down syndrome in a push for eugenics on unborn children who are declared with Down syndrome. And this is coming out of the New York Times, the ethicist column. And this was, you know, Iceland, we mentioned, and also Denmark. And these countries seem to be more freer with some of these sort of things and less monitored as far as their morals are concerned. But it doesn't matter because this is just shocking news. I mean, the mass decline of babies with Downs is one of the tragedies of our age. According to this article, it's just shocking. And I think it's very interesting to note that Iceland, although they seem to be proud about these statistics, are experiencing problems right now with volcanic activity that's tearing their area apart. Do you think there might be a correlation there, Dina? Well, I was going to say, well, there you go. You know, people think that God's sleeping. He's not in the boat anymore. He is wide awake and he is watching and seeing everything. And do not think for one minute that your actions don't have consequences. Because they do. What comes around goes around. What the Bible would say. What's done in the dark come into the light. And you reap what you sow. And some of these nations have been so evil that, you know, with a righteous justice God, he has to judge. 
Right. And Canada, they've been out front with their medical assistance in dying. They call it MAID. So on March 17th this year, individuals in Canada whose sole underlying medical condition is mental illness will become eligible for medical assistance in dying unless the federal government decides not to go forward as planned. But I don't think that's going to be the case because they seem to just continue to go down a slippery slope. I mean, the history on this is this, that in the beginning of all of this, it was meant for people who were already terminally ill and in deep distress, and that was their explanation for moving forward. Then the next thing you know, it's mental illness, and then it's uh, drug use, and then it's things like poverty, and then it's children. It's just a domino effect. And so when you open the door, it just absolutely leads to more and more. We are even seeing this in Australia. Australia is now opening up. Here's here's the headline there. Euthanasia Preventive Coalition's suicide among elderly skyrockets after legalizing assisted dying in Victoria, Australia. So these are some incredible statistics that we're seeing. You just can't believe these things are going on. Let's take a look. The number of deaths via assisted suicide in Victoria, Australia increased by 11% to 306 and the number of applications for assistance in suicide increased by 6% over the previous year. And so it would seem that people are really flocking to this or they're being pressured by somebody, either family members or the healthcare system or both. Now, I just want to read these headlines. It's just real quick. Assisted suicide law violates Americans with Disabilities Act. Vermont assisted suicide deaths more than quadruple. New York assisted suicide bill sponsor get this passed first, expand it later. American Medical Association maintains opposition to assisted suicide. Michigan debates deceptive assisted suicide bill. How medical aid in dying became the euphemism of choice for assisted suicide. Anita Cameron, don't be fooled. Assisted suicide is suicide. And assisted suicide lobby launches lawsuit to allow assisted suicide tourism in New Jersey. So last week we mentioned that there are 10 states in America that are working towards this and uh, that there will be more to follow as they bring bills out to pass this. This is just despicable. I mean, it starts like something that's, oh, look how helpful, but then it ends up on a slippery slope and it's just despicable when these politicians get a hold of these bills and promote this. This is not of God. There is nothing of God about this. This is absolutely evil, satanic, demonic, whatever you want to call it. It is not of God, and it's a move of the enemy. It's one of the last signs. This has to be one of the last dominoes of the whole thing pointing to the fact that we are in the very end. We've come to the end of ourselves when we get into this kind of discussion. You can't even believe we're talking about such things at this point, but there you have it. Okay, here's another interesting headline that came up. One of the world's highest ski resorts has no snow. <laughs> it's 
Gulmarg, a resort town in Indian-administered Kashmir, is facing an unseasonably dry January, leaving both travelers and tourism operators disappointed with the whole lack of snow. Highest ski resort in the world has no snow, Dina. No skiing for them. Not in Kashmir, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, this is just the way things are going. Things are opposite of what they normally are all over the planet. Dry places are wet, and wet places are dry, have droughts. Well, you know, we usually try to include something on the show having to do with men playing God, and here is a new thing, and maybe some people have heard of this, but there's something out there called smart dust, and I'm not talking about cocaine, okay, which is not very smart, but there's something that came out of research at Berkeley in California, and the inventor who is working on this project, has created something called smart dust, and it refers to wireless networks of sub-millimeter scale autonomous computing and sensing platforms not larger than a grain of sand. Smart dust senses and records data about its environment, such as light, temperature, sound, presence of toxins, vibrations, transmits the data wirelessly to larger computer systems. Now, if you think you know what I'm talking about, the truth of the matter is it's exactly what you think I'm talking about. They are releasing smart dust in environments for the purpose of electronic censoring. This concept was conceived in the 90s by Dr. Chris Pister. He was a professor of electrical engineering at the University of California, Berkeley, as a simple way to deploy intelligent wireless sensors. Well, what they hope to do, I guess I'll cut to the chase because we could get really deep into this and I will direct you over to the End Time News Report page because we're going to have information there. But this is what they hope to do with this smart dust. In agriculture, they want to do constant monitoring of crops, nutritional requirements, water, fertilization, pest control. Industries, they want to continually screen essential equipment, prompting action regarding its maintenance. In environments, they can check chemical and biological monitoring for health and safety issues. And I mean, it, it just goes on and on and on. Urban infrastructure, monitoring for buildings, roads, bridges. I mean, they could even embed uh, this smart dust into concrete during construction. They want to use it for tracking products for inventory, medical diagnostics, actually putting smart dust in people's bodies for the purpose of tracking, and military applications, assessing activities in remote, inaccessible areas, and everything from that to space exploration, releasing it into the environment for the purpose of using swarms of particles to track weather conditions, and I could just go on and on and on. But there are risks involved. Well, of course there would be. And here's what they list, privacy. They say many that have reservations about real-world implications of smart dust are concerned about privacy issues. Smart dust devices will become so small that they are invisible to our naked eye, and therefore extremely difficult to detect. They can be programmed to record whatever their sensors are capable of, and you probably won't know who is collecting the data. 
And so your imagination can run wild regarding negative privacy implications when smart dust falls into the wrong hands. Another problem is control. Once billions of smart dust particles devices are deployed over an area, it be difficult to retrieve or capture them if necessary. Given how small they are, it would be challenging to detect them if you weren't made aware of their presence. The volume of smart dust that could be engaged by a rogue individual company or government to do harm would make it challenging for the authorities to control if necessary. And of course, pollution, because, you know, we're putting something that's not fully biodegradable into the system. As soon as smart dust particles shrink to the nanoscale, their risk profile will match that of nanoparticles in general and potential health risk associated with inhaling or ingesting them. And then even the legal aspect of third parties and information that could be used for illegal purposes. Dina, this sounds like something out of a sci-fi movie. I mean, we're talking about particles that are so small that they literally could be embedded within a human cell. That's how small these are, released into the environment, whether it be the air, or over fields, farm fields, or in city areas, or ingested within the human body. I mean, this is absolutely, I'm talking invasive. Is this not the most invasive thing you've ever heard of? Yes, it is. Absolutely. And if this is not the sign of human beings coming to the end of themselves, I don't know what it is. You know what I will tell you? It is satanic. It is Satan wanting to be omnipresent as God is. And we are at the juncture where people need to make a choice. Do they want the omnipresence of God or do they want the omnipresence of Satan? Because that's exactly what this is leading up to. And I think we know, if you're a Christian, I think you should know what the answer to this is. But again, if you want more information on this, uh, we've got it over there at End Times News Report on Facebook. So go on over there and check this out. Share with other people. I mean, you think this is like a story, but it, like this is science fiction movie, but it's actually true. It's unbelievable. Now, I've read a headline I have to mention. I'm just shocked by this. We had a in the Manatee Elementary School, I believe in Florida, it's unbelievable. An 11-year-old girl has been arrested after she allegedly brought a box cutter to her elementary school, held it up to another student's neck, and threatened to kill him. The student was taken into custody on Thursday and charged with one count of aggravated battery and one count of possession of a weapon on school property. And so can you imagine this? The student took the other student by surprise, held a knife to his neck and threatened to kill him. 11 year old girl. That's what it's coming to. Yeah, this is just absolutely shocking. And we could do so much more on crime articles and things of that nature but we'd have to create a whole new show for that dina there's so much going on now oh yeah absolutely and i just want to say this about the crime and what we're seeing around the world and the volume of crime and the types of crime that we're seeing is so shocking and so increased that I have to tell you that 20 or 30 years ago, there were a couple, maybe a couple crimes committed that were probably just really shocking. And these crimes would be committed and they 
for a couple years, like set for a decade, they would be talked about. There would be movies made about them. There would be books written about them. And you'd hear about these crimes over and over, the same pair of crimes that were just uh, unbelievable. Those same crimes committed back then that people would talk about for years and years and be shocked by them are taking place every single day of the week now in some part of the world. That's Crimes of birth level are going on daily now. This is clearly a sign of the end of men's hearts waxing cold. Like an 11-year-old taking another 11-year-old by surprise with a knife. This is just not normal. Okay, well, you know, we've had violent thunderstorms and heavy rainfall affecting KwaZulu, natal province in South Africa. This all recently have led to devastating floods, resulting in at least 11 fatalities and significant property damage in the Durban City area. And so uh, this is what we're seeing. Now, I did mention briefly at the tail end of our show last week that the District Republic of Congo is having major problems. They have record flooding on the Congo River, resulting in catastrophic situation, affecting 15 provinces, leading to over 300 deaths and impacting at least 304,000 families. I mean, these figures are incredible. So let me just uh, let give you a feel how huge this is this exceptional rainfall has caused the congo river to rise to a record 20.54 feet surpassing levels last seen in 1961 and it's affecting 15 of the 26 provinces with flooding now i want to mention just how shocking this congo event is The extent of the damage includes 43,750 houses, 1,325 schools, 269 health centers, 41 public markets, and 85 roads are flooded. Now, if that isn't an end time event, I'm not really sure what would be, but that it's extreme. And we also had something like this going on in the Maritas capital, uh, Port Luis, and cars submerged as flooding from heavy rain inundates the area. And I've seen the footage on this. I mean, cars are literally floating. And we had destructive winds and severe flooding as tropical cyclone Bilal makes a direct hit on Reunion Island. And this is also another mess. This whole island is in a huge mess with 92 mile per hour winds and gusts up to 132 miles per hour. And this particular island has a population of 870,000 people. And they had high waves that went as high as 42 to 50 feet along their coastline. Now, these are massive waves, and this is the waves roaring that the Bible talks about. We did have torrential rains in Brazil, leaving 11 dead, and had France also had to evacuate people in northern France because of flooding. Uh, This is just incredible. I want to mention Beijing, report out of there. Rescuers evacuated tourists on Tuesday from a remote 
skiing area in northwest China where dozens of avalanches triggered by heavy snow trapped more than a thousand people for a week. I mean, think about it. A whole week they were stuck in this area. And we had Indonesia evacuate 6,500 people after a volcano spewed clouds of ash over the area. Yeah, this is just unreal. And I want to mention this quickly about Fukushima. Report has come out that Japan is releasing wastewater into the ocean gradually with a green light from their International Atomic Energy Agency. Well, they've had three releases of this polluted water into the ocean, and they will have the fourth one by March of 2024. And so they are continuing to release this radiated water from the Fukushima Dachi nuclear power plant into the Pacific Ocean. And the question is, what could possibly go wrong? Well, already we have seen floods and floods of dead fishes rolling in to the shoreline over there in Japan as close as 300 to 600 miles from Fukushima. So no doubt what they're doing is affecting the environment. And I just want to reiterate about Fukushima, people are saying, well, this is perfectly safe. Well, if it's so safe, then why for years and years and years did they have multiple Olympic-sized pool tanks holding the radiated water and would not release it? Well, they're out of room to store it, and that's why they're doing it. But why would they have stored it in the first place if it was safe to put in the ocean? And the other thing was they were building an ice wall around the plant, and that failed. They said that was their last-ditch effort. Why would they have to even try to build an ice wall if all this water that they're dumping in the ocean is safe? I think the whole point is that they are totally lying to everyone about what they're doing. There's nothing safe about what they're doing. And it's going to have catastrophic results ultimately. And it's already showing signs of that with these dead fish in the ocean. And again, I think, why am I ranting about this? Well, I have to tell you, uh, these are end times events. This is all end times events. And we have to indicate this over and over because people really need to focus on Jesus now. I, I don't know how much more people need to hear to know that we are running out of time. These are birth pain events. Birth pains are uh, labor pains. They come closer together and stronger leading up to the event. And in this case, God talked about the end times being like birth pain events. And we have to be getting really close to that birth period because... Uh, we have never seen anything like this before. And I just want to say this, Dina and I have been tracking End Times news for 10 years, not together, but between the two of us. And we had done this independently. And over time, we could both tell you that we've never seen anything like this before. Have we, Dina? No, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. This is completely no. apocalyptic End Times stuff. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to hand it back to you, Dina, and we're going to wrap but we'll be back next week, probably with just as much information. Well, thank you so much, Susan, for sharing all of those headlines with us. Interesting headlines, biblical headlines, and more evidence that Jesus is coming. So thank you so much. Thank you to everybody who has tuned into the show. 
I want to encourage you that if you have not made Jesus Christ your Savior, to do that today. To not wait any longer. You can go to him and ask him for forgiveness of your sins. Repent of your sins, which means to turn away, do them no more. Get into a relationship with this amazing God who loves you with an everlasting love. Talk to him every day. Read the word of God, otherwise known as the Bible, and get to know this incredible God, the one God, the one true God that wants to spend eternity with you. So make him your savior today. And if you have any questions about these headlines or about Jesus, please do leave your comments below this video. Message Susan and I. We'd be happy to answer any questions that you might have. In addition to that, if you're looking for this video, you can find it on Susan's YouTube channel, Marriage Supper of the Lamb. Of course, you can find it here on Dina Amelia Calmetta. Also on our Rumble channels, Jesus 24-7, on BitChute. We're also on podcast, Google, Apple, and Spotify. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Susan, is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, thank you very much for being with us this week. Thanks to Dina. And we look forward to hearing from you all on our either over at Facebook, on some of our pages, or on our channels. And of course, when you have some time, come and visit Susan on her new website, endtimesprophecycatalog.com, where she has lots and lots of free books for you guys to check out. Yeah, gift your friends, like send them our books and videos for birthdays and other things. Hey, what a great way to, you know, give a gift to somebody, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. And it's a gift that keeps on giving because it's the Holy Spirit. And you can never outgive God ever, 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 ever. He loves to bless his children. With all of that said, thank you again, Susan. Thank you to the audience. Thank you so much for our faithful listeners and watchers. We love you so much and we so appreciate you. So God bless you, everybody, and stay safe. We'll see you soon.